Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the fan, to the aspiring pro wrestler, to those of you who are just here to kind of hang out. Welcome to the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. I am your host and so grateful to be Alfonso McCree Jr. That's A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O-M-C-C-R-E-E. E Junior. And you can bet on me, and you can bet on the Believe Network bringing you the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. Guys, I'm so excited. Honestly, truthfully, I'm excited. I'm humbled. And, you know, I'm just grateful for this great opportunity that Believe Network has given me. They signed me to a contract to bring you guys the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. And I just wanted to use this first episode to kind of introduce myself to you guys and to tell you what this podcast is for and what I aim to achieve with this podcast. So I'll start by introducing myself. As I said, my name is Alfonso McCree Jr. Uh, I'm one of two people in the world with this name, uh, so it might be a little bit uh, tricky to remember it. I hope not, though, because that would mean I'm not doing a good job. So hopefully you remember my name very easily, Alfonso McCree Jr. The only other one is, of course, my father, Alfonso McCree Sr. So I am a graduate of the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting in Winter Park, Florida uh, at Full Sail University. Absolutely outstanding program at a great university filled with faculty with hundreds of years of combined experience at places like ESPN, WWE, Fox Sports, NBC, Golf Channel, you name it, they've been there and they've done solid work there and talked to the biggest names in sports history while they were there. And, you know, I just, I feel so grateful that they were the ones who taught me. They were the ones who guided me along the way. You know, when I graduated, I was able to earn valedictorian, advanced achievement awards, every course director award that was available. I took that and I was able to do that because, of course, the work that I put in, but also the knowledge that they put into me. Uh, to make me even better. The foundation of the talent was there, but then they took it and they molded it and they made it into something that could go into the industry and hopefully make a lot of money and a lot of impact on this industry. So that's just a little bit about me. I'm also a six-year Air Force veteran and I also train in professional wrestling under the one and only WWE Hall of Famer, Devon Dudley. Uh, He's taken me under his wing at DDA down here in Winter Park, and um, you know he's he's done an outstanding job with me so far. But I made this podcast, and that leads me into the reason why I made this podcast. Because you know a lesson I learned in business a long time ago was create something that solves what you see to be a problem in the world, right? So you know we have people creating products because they're going to solve an issue that they deem the world has. You know, like hey. Oh, man, this this issue right here would be great if a product like this existed. Oh, you know, what? why don't I make it? You know, that was my thought process with this podcast. I looked around uh, about six years ago, actually, uh, while I was in the military. I got out in 2020. It's 2023 now. I wanted to start training in professional wrestling about six years ago, honestly, about 10 years ago. But like. I really started thinking of taking it seriously about six years ago. Like I was buying gear and everything. And what I ended up finding out was that there wasn't really that much content available online to like guide a aspiring pro wrestler into what they're supposed to do, what their steps should be. 
And, you know, I remember the only videos I could find were those from uh, Just Incredible, who, you know, he made some great videos, but he only had a few of them. Uh, but they were really good. But again, there weren't that many that he put out there. And there was no podcast. There was, you know, there were a couple of books. I bought those. I read those. But, you know, like I could have used something like this, like the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. And the reason why I created this podcast is because I want to bring essential information for the aspiring pro wrestler all into one place. And I feel like that did not exist before. And I feel like that's a problem. You know, it's a problem when you're seeking information in 2023 and it's not easily accessible. You know, we live in a world now where everything, every bit of information that you could ask for is right at the tip of your fingers. But when it comes to training and pro wrestling, that's not really the case. It's a lot harder to go through and find that type of information that you're looking for. And now, of course, I do want to make this podcast, you know, good for everybody involved in professional wrestling. Uh, including the fans, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of people who basically will never step into the ring for various reasons. Either they don't feel like they have the physical capability or they're just like, nah, I'm good. That looks like it hurts. They have plenty of reasons. Maybe there's something else in the wrestling industry that they want to do, or, you know, maybe they're just comfortable being a fan. Like there's plenty of reasons, but I still want them to be able to tune into this podcast. So on top of having interviews and educational sessions and things like that on this podcast like oh what should i be eating my diet uh how to find a wrestling school that fits me where to find pro wrestling gear that's quality like how much should i be paying for it uh what boot size to buy etc etc there's so much information out there that as aspiring pro wrestlers we need because what we don't want to do is waste money it's hard to make money in this business. You don't want to waste any of the money that you do make from your outside sources or from your bookings. And also, it's nice to know things like how to conduct myself in a locker room before I go to an independent wrestling show getting ready to perform or how to ingratiate myself with a booker so that they'll like me or what should my wrestling reel look like? What kind of things should I put on there? So much information, so much valuable information that we could really use. And I didn't feel like it was readily accessible. So here I am with the Madifest Wrestling Podcast. But also on top of all that information, I also want to do uh, weekly show reviews of, you know, Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, uh, you know, premium live events like SummerSlam, which I just came back from. I was in Detroit for that show. Awesome show until the end. I was very, very sad. But <laughs> we'll do some reviews of those shows too. Now, of course, if you're looking for a show that just likes to trash on wrestling shows and trash on wrestlers and things like that, you're in the wrong place, unfortunately. I'm going to have to send you away to somewhere else because at this one, we like to keep things positive, right? Like we, I want to talk about the things that I liked about the show. If I don't like something about a show, cool, I'll say that. But you're never going to hear me say something like, oh, that guy is terrible at wrestling. I train in this. I know how difficult this can be. I understand the physical prowess, the dedication, everything that it takes to get to a certain level. I understand it because I'm watching it unfold in front of my eyes and I'm putting in the work to maybe try to get there at some point. But what 
I will not do is sit up here and judge somebody based off their wrestling skills, knowing how difficult this art form is. It is the most physical form of art. The most physical soap opera you can ever perform in, you can ever partake in, you can ever indulge in as a fan. It doesn't get any more intense than this. You know, people like to say, oh, wrestling's not real. Wrestling is this, wrestling is that. Wrestling is the most real form of fiction entertainment that you're going to find in the world. Because you can't go see Game of Thrones live. You can't go see The Walking Dead live. But you can go see pro wrestling live. And I can go see it with 50,000 screaming fans. As we hang on the edge of our seat and clinch onto every single moment and go on this wild ride willingly that these wrestlers, these performers are taking us on. See, that's what makes pro wrestling special. I would never disrespect the art of pro wrestling by talking about somebody's skill level at it. A story, I'll critique all day. I'll share my opinion on it. I'll willingly say, I hate that Jimmy turned on Jay at SummerSlam. But hey, a lot of fans feel that way. But maybe that's the point. You're not supposed to like the fact that Jimmy turned on Jay at SummerSlam. I wasn't a huge fan of the Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler match because I was kind of confused. But you're not going to hear me critique their ability in the ring. Because at a couple of points in that match, they were really hitting each other. One of those roundhouse kicks really connected. One of those knees from Ronda Rousey really connected. That's some tough stuff. That's a lot. I'm not going to critique Ronda for that. I'm not going to critique Shayna for that. I'll say, hey, you know what? This match really confused me and it lost me and I didn't understand what was going on. And it was kind of tough to deal with without commentary you know like maybe for those of you who were watching it through peacock and weren't live at ford field maybe it was a little bit easier to digest because like you had commentators and things like that to kind of guide you through it but you know for us at the stadium it was just it was kind of confusing but i will leave it at that and i won't say anything disrespectful about these performers who travel around the country, around the world, day in, day out, 300 days of the year away from their family to provide entertainment for us. I will not disrespect them by critiquing their ability, especially not when I'm at this stage in my career where I can't do a quarter of the things that they can do in that ring. But we will still, we will still have show reviews. Like I said, it'll just be a little bit different. It'll be a little bit different. All right. But I want to make this podcast available for everybody, every type of person who wants to be in professional wrestling. Even if you don't want to train in the ring, this can still be a podcast for you because I plan on having guests on to share how to get into the business as a ring announcer, commentator, a cameraman, all types of stuff. I'm very well connected down here. I am. That's one of the things I really love about this area, truthfully, is that it has been so easy to build a network in professional wrestling. This is a hub, Orlando, Florida, man. 
It's crazy down here. It's it's good. It's really good. I mean, honestly, like I, I this isn't this isn't an episode for advice yet, but if I you know could leave you with one piece of advice just for today, I would say if you are going to train in professional wrestling, California or Florida, Central Florida, right here in Orlando, these are the best spots for you. I've seen a lot of talent come out of some great schools in California, but I've seen a lot of talent in this area specifically. This area specifically is something special, I gotta tell you. Everywhere you look, there's a wrestling school thriving or a wrestling school being born and great talent coming out of it. Devon Dudley School, DDA, has produced a lot of great talent so far. Guys like Dexter Loomis, guys like Top Dollar, guys like Malik Blade in NXT, Kagan Carter, who just got called up to the main roster, her and Katana Chance. Well, Katana Chance isn't a product of DDA, but Kagan Carter is. The people that come in and just work out at DDA all the time because of the relationship that they've built with Devon. People like Trinity Fatu. People like Mojo Raleigh. People such as Mercedes Monet. You know, it's a very well-connected school. It's a very well-connected area. It's a great area for professional wrestling. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back on the Manifest Wrestling Podcast, I want to explain a little bit more of my journey, how I got here, and then we'll talk about what to look forward to. And we'll wrap up after that. But I think the journey is the most important part of this whole thing understanding how I got here and why I find it so essential to help you guys out. All right, we are back here at Manifest Wrestling. So I want to explain my journey a little bit more in depth before we get out of here for the day. And if you'll indulge me with some of your time, it it's a pretty interesting story in my opinion because it involves a lot of ups and downs, a lot of uh, things that I thought were going to happen that didn't, but things that ended up, you know, benefiting me for the better in my opinion and end up putting me here with this podcast where I can be of service to people who I feel like really desperately need it. So, of course, like I said, I was in the service, but before that, you know, we can go back about 11 years and I just graduated college and I went to Prince George's Community College right after that in Maryland, originally from the D.C. metropolitan area. So I remember me and my buddy Dorian, who goes by the name Chris Slade, a lot of people who pay attention to the independent scene, especially up there in the Northeast, will know exactly who I'm talking about. We grew up together in, in church together and things like that and ended up, you know, going to PG Community College at the exact same time. And I just remember how many days we would spend after our classes going to the student center and kind of just wrestling with each other. You know, one time he gave me a full fledged like back suplex onto the ground 
which didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would, but definitely got us kicked out of the student center for the rest of the week. So that was interesting and funny, but no regrets, no regrets whatsoever. But uh, what I was going to school there for at the time was a communications degree. So at Prince George's Community College, I got my first opportunities to do a lot of different things, to be on the radio. I was on Dorian's radio show, who uh, who will probably tell you, just like um, Professor Del Roden told us, the show was absolutely horrendous. But we had a show, and I was on it with him, and it was great. And <laughs> well, great in our eyes, I guess. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I got some great opportunities from the ever gracious Sherelle Williams and my man Justin Walker to do basketball play-by-play commentary and I figured that that's kind of the area that I wanted to be in before but man that just confirmed it for me that whole experience with them at PG Community College so I owe a lot of myself to that but you know eventually money runs out you got to figure out what you want to do and uh, my option was to go into the Air Force so that's exactly what I did at 19 years old I went into the Air Force and Went down to San Antonio, Texas, and was there for uh, two months uh, at basic training, and then four months in Wichita, Texas, for uh, my technical training. And to be honest with you, I spent six and a half years doing a job that, you know, quite frankly, to be honest, I did not love, I did not like even, you know, dreaded going into work. Uh, The thing that kept me going was the people that I was working with, worked with some great people, some of my best friends in the entire world are from my military service, still hang out with them, still communicate with them. Uh, you know, annual Green Bay Lambeau field trips with, uh, with my man, Jerry Davis, who I met in, uh, in my flight at basic training. And, you know, we ended up going to the same tech school and we had our first base together at Shaw air force base, which is where I really met a lot of the homies, uh, like Chris Ballard, uh, Matthew Banks, Trey Merch, Jason Hanks, Trey Jones, a lot of different people, names that, you know, obviously you guys don't recognize, but if they're listening, I want, you know, I want to give them a shout out because uh, they they were so essential in keeping me going during that process where I was really trying to find myself while traveling, you know, the world basically. And, you know, I ended up going through a deep um, spiritual transition. Uh, I was raised Christian. I'm no longer that, but, you know, it's not any shade on Christianity or Christians. It just wasn't re- resonating with me anymore and things like um what they call new age spirituality which is really old spirituality but that started to uh, grow on me and actually make me feel more connected to god and that's why it's called manifest wrestling by the way because you know everything that i am doing now i manifested it uh, that's why you see 1111 on the mat on the logo that's why it's called manifest wrestling because I'm really deep into manifestation, working with the universe in order to better my life and better the lives of those around me, to be completely honest, because what I care about most out of everything is impact. What am I impacting? What am I changing for the better? And how am I leaving this place better than it was when I found it? Uh, that is my goal everywhere that I go. And it's my goal in life overall. Uh, but when I ended up going to Italy with my wife, uh, that's where a lot of things changed for me completely. And, you know, I was very close to signing a new contract, um, you know, extending, you know, giving four more years of service to the military. You know, I, re- I remember I was like, you know, I'll only do it if they give me uh, the United Kingdom base, because that's where I really wanted to go. I, I love the UK. 
Uh, I love London. It's my favorite city in the world. But that's where I really wanted to go. And I was like, I'll do it if they give me that. If they give me that base after I leave her, I'll do it. But eventually, you know, after many discussions with my wife, I think we ended up realizing, like, you know, just going to a new place while still working the same job wasn't going to make me happy. The only thing that was going to make me happy was taking a chance on myself and, you know, doing something different, something unorthodox, something that I hadn't done before, which was betting on myself. And, um, you know, it's the best decision I think I ever made. You know, when I really think about it, you know, I got out of the military in 2020. We went home and there wasn't a whole lot lined up for me. I had started off uh, working with my boy, Brendan, who so graciously allowed me to intern for his company uh, through the Skillbridge program that the military offers. Uh, if you're listening, you're in the military, find out what the Skillbridge program is and take advantage of it. I'm serious. It's a really great opportunity to go home early, get a head start on your career and, um, you know, still get paid from the military while while doing that. So I, uh, you know, I did the Skillbridge program with him. And, you know, meanwhile, I stumbled upon an opportunity at U Broadcast Media in Camp Springs. And I ended up starting my own morning show. It was called the I Am Morning Show. It was all about manifestation, positivity, affirmations, all that stuff, which I'm definitely totally into. But that's still not my passion. Right. And so because of that, you know, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tackle five days a week, three hours a day. Like I was I was really, really all in on this thing. And I didn't realize how quickly I would get burned out. And I got burned out fast. I think I've lasted about three months doing that. And I just got burned out. You know, I was running out of money. Um. You know, my skill bridge program was basically coming to an end and I had to find a different way. I had to find a different way. And I, you know, I remember before I even got out of the military, I did this thing on YouTube. It's called a 50 day challenge. And the goal was to upload one video for 50 days straight. And I successfully completed that challenge. Uh, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done because coming up with content, editing, all that stuff can be easy if you have the time. Now, imagine trying to do that after working eight to 12 hours on your feet, you know, in the military, uh, doing all this mechanical work and things like that. Like it, it becomes a challenge and it became a challenge for me, but I got through it and I'll never forget the way I was able to do it is because I really started getting... I really started getting uh, creative. I started doing promos, wrestling promos. And um, that's when it really got fun. And after I was doing the wrestling promos, then I got this bright idea to start a podcast. And I started doing a podcast. It was called the Schizo Podcast. And I would have different guests on. I would have people come over to my house in Italy and like really, you know, just hammer out episodes with me and, you know, do interviews and stuff like that. Just about anything. Um, and you know, I've, I've really had to get creative. I really had to get this thought process going and, you know, once we came back to the States, I was trying to continue stuff. I didn't really have a studio to do much in until I got to you broadcast media. And then, like I said, I, 
I think I picked the wrong topic. You know, I think if uh if I would have started talking sports at you broadcast media, I would have lasted a lot longer. But I didn't do that. I started, you know, doing something that I only thought other people needed. But see, that's the key. You can't just do stuff that you think other people need. You got to do stuff that you need too. that's what keeps you going. That's what really makes you continue doing what you're doing, because you're you're fulfilling a need that you also need. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I was looking for information on how to become a pro wrestler. I was craving that content. And because it wasn't available and from what I've seen, it's still not there. I have decided that I will be the solution for people who are trying to climb the ranks in this industry that's so hard to break into. I will be that person that brings that content, that brings all these different people that can help into one platform in order to assist. I am deciding to solve the problem, be the person that I would have needed years ago. But after I ran out of money in Maryland in 2020, this was around like September, October time frame, we ended up moving in with uh, my wife's parents and really just thinking, okay, what what are we going to do here? Because we're not comfortable. We're not making our own money. What are we going to do? What kind of chance are we willing to take? And I remember I, I, I told myself I would never go back to college. I thought college was a waste of time and a waste of money because, you know, I saw so many college graduates, you know, especially friends of mine growing up that spent four years at a college and did not have a job to show for it that paid as much as I felt like they deserved for all the work that they put in. So I decided, you know, myself, like, no, this is, no, this isn't happening. I'm not doing it, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I ended up folding and I ended up remembering, hey, you got a GI Bill that you earned through your military service. Why don't you go ahead and use that? And for those of you who don't know what the GI Bill is, it's afforded to uh, military members who have served a at least a certain amount of time and were discharged honorably. And what it does is it pays for your entire college tuition and it also pays your rent while you're in school. So every month that you're in school, your rent is taken care of by the GI Bill. And also you don't have to pay for anything, books, supplies, any of that stuff, tuition, nothing. It's all it's all on Uncle Sam. So I decided to go ahead and use that. And I thought about where I wanted to go. And I realized a few years ago, I had seen this advertisement for Full Sail University and the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. And I was like, wait, that's, that's something that's up my alley. And I saw that, you know, Full Sail's down in Orlando, Winter Park area where I live now. And, you know, I remembered also back in 2017, my wife and I had gone on our honeymoon to Orlando. And I remember as soon as she stepped off the plane, she was like, oh, yeah, I could live here. This place is beautiful. Like, I, I really like this. And I kept that in my mind. And, um, you know, I approached her with it. I was like, hey, hon, what if I applied to Full Sail? What if we moved down to Orlando and just, you know, kind of started a new life down there? And my wife, as always, is just with everything. And of course, she said yes. And so we ended up moving down there. I ended up starting school. And, um, you know, 20 months later, uh, because, you know, full sales bachelor programs are accelerated. It's another thing I love about the, the school. They don't waste your time. Uh, I graduated with a bachelor's degree 20 months later. And, you know, I started on this journey again of just 
you know, continuing my broadcasting career. And, you know, all things considered, it's gone pretty well so far. I have a good business relationship with uh, the NCCAA, which is just, it's like a lot of Christian schools, but they have this tournament down here every year, the soccer tournament, men's and women's. And uh, they brought me there two years straight to call games, which has been absolutely phenomenal. I've called all the championship games, which has really been an honor, honestly. It's been pretty cool that they trust me with that. I've also worked with Karate Combat as their ring announcer. That's my dream job, for those of you who don't know. I want to be a ring announcer. Uh, That's one of my passions. And it also brought me to WWE NXT, which is where the story, you know, kind of takes a lot of twists and turns. You know, I ended up thinking I was going to get an audition after graduation that didn't end up working out. And, you know, as a result, I kind of fell into like a hole, like a deep hole of like, you know, feeling like, oh, my gosh, what's next? What am I going to do? But honestly, I truly believe everything happens for a reason, because one night I I do work uh, sometimes as a volunteer uh, for the NXT student initiative. No, I don't have insider information. Please don't ask. And even if I did, I wouldn't share. But regardless, I do work on uh, Tuesdays uh, sometimes at NXT, you know, just helping the fans out, you know, get to their seats and, and crowd control, things like that. But I was working with one of the guys and he was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about starting pro wrestling training soon. And I'm like, you know, I've always kind of wanted to do that, you know, like something that I put on the back burner. And, you know, I walked away with the military with a lot of injuries, so I was kind of discouraged from doing it. You know, I had a slip vertebrae in my back. My wrist ligaments were all messed up. I had two bad shoulders. Just anything you can think of. And, you know, I had a lot going on. And, uh, you know, because of that, I kind of just gave up on that dream and just put it on the back burner and said, you know, eh, you know, it is what it is. I'll accomplish other things instead, you know, which I had begun doing. But, you know, that itch to wrestle never went away. But all of a sudden... He comes up to me and he talks to me and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm thinking about going to Devon Dudley school. I'm like, oh, yeah, down in uh, Kissimmee. Right. You know, because I had looked it up when I got here to see where the pro wrestling schools were. And uh, Team 3D Academy was down in Kissimmee at the time, which was about 45 minutes away from me, a.k.a. not happening. Um, And yeah, it, that doesn't seem far away, but for me. With my the car that I you know had and with I-4 being the way that would have to get down there, I wasn't willing to do that. But he was like, oh, no, it's uh, it's actually right down the street. And I was like, wait, what? So I Google it, and I'm like, wow, it's like five minutes from the PC. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go in there and just see what's up, You know, see what they have to offer. I went in there, and immediately something clicked for me. I was like, I have to do this. I have to. And, you know, I had just gotten a, a nice check for school, uh, that didn't really need uh, for living expenses or anything like that. So I was like, you know what? Hey, this is technically school. <laughs> so so I went ahead and used it. Instead of blowing it on a, on a spring break, break vacation, I, you know, spent it on my down payment for a wrestling school in my first month's payment. And I've been training at DDA ever since. You know, Devon's, you know, really cool. Uh, we have a good relationship. Um, he is actually one of the guests that has told me that he will come on here and share his time 
uh, with us for this podcast. So I'm really, really hyped about that one. I'm really glad that uh, we're going to be able to make that happen. That's going to be really exciting. Um, but, you know, everything led me into this direction to where uh, my mentor, Gus Ramsey, who's the program director, the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, he ends up, um, you know, contacting me. He sends me stuff all the time, by the way, all the time. I mean, my goodness, it, this 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 industry is all about networking. And you can see why when you look at the relationship I've developed with with Gus and how valuable that's been uh, for my career. And, you know, also, it's nice having a, a friend like him, uh, period. You know, we we text each other all the time during wrestling shows and stuff, you know, just going back and forth, bantering and everything. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but he hit, he hits me up and he's like, he's like, Hey, I might have a great opportunity for you, uh, with this company called believe. And I'm like, okay, I've never, never heard of the company before. Uh, and then I start looking it up and I'm like, how have I never heard of this company before? They literally have hundreds of podcasts for just about everything. And I start looking at the, uh, different podcasts that they do have seeing what's available. And I remember seeing that there was already a a wrestling podcast on the network called uh, Believe in Pro Wrestling, which you should definitely check out. Um, pretty good podcast. And I was like, well, I still want to do wrestling. That's what I'm passionate about. Like, how do I do wrestling? Like, what am I going to do wrestling? And, you know, I'll never forget Gus during our time at Dan Patrick School, always telling us, like, how are you going to cover it different? How are you going to cover this different? How are you going to tell this story different? And I started thinking to myself, I was like, well, wrestling, uh, you know, there's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there, you know, different people sharing their opinions on different products and things of that nature. I was like, wait a second, what podcast do I need? What podcast would I need to listen to? And that's how this concept was born. A podcast to help those aspiring to become professional wrestlers reach their fullest potential. And that's the journey. That's how we got here. That is what this podcast will be. And I'm really excited to bring it to you guys. And, um, you know, you have a lot to look forward to. Like I said, you have show reviews to look forward to. Because uh, I'll, I'll definitely share my opinion on different things with you guys. But you also have interviews educational material. I have massage therapists coming on. I have nutritionists coming on, personal trainers, wrestling school instructors, uh, independent wrestlers. I have some pretty good relationships with people connected to WWE. So I'm hoping to get on some, you know, active WWE superstars as well. People from NXT and from the main roster. I'm hoping to get connected with more AEW people in order to uh, get their takes on different topics and allow them their time to educate you guys on different things. So, you know, really, really excited and really just grateful that, you know, God gave me this idea and God gave me this vision to assist and to be of service and to provide impact, positive impact for those who desperately need it. People like me from years ago who really could have used something like this. I want to pay it forward and be that person for you guys. I'm so grateful that you guys are giving me the opportunity to do that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for giving Madifest Wrestling a chance to provide change and impact. 
in your life. And I hope, I hope that we can be of service and really deliver in the ways that you guys need. So that'd be it for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. This once again has been Manifest Wrestling with Alfonso McCree Jr. That's A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O-M-C-C-R-A-E-E Jr. And you can bet on me and you can bet on Manifest Wrestling on Believe Network. I'll see you guys next time. Stay blessed.